0: It's Friday, January twenty second, twenty twenty one. And welcome to the first solo monologue episode of Fritzcast for the Year. How are you all doing? Uh, you know, it's been I, I kicked off this year um full fledged with uh with, with this guests thing on Fritzcast. I, I think this is a great um opportunity uh to expand and grow the podcast and it, so far it's been working excuse me it's been working very very well uh we kicked off the year with uh, John Ziegler which was a great episode probably my fastest growing episode uh to date that that has been put out uh with i think i think the reason it took off so much is because of this dual aspect of uh, You know If I asked A Trump supporter How they felt about Coronavirus They're gonna probably fall In the John Ziegler line of This is bull crap So the, the, That's the example I like to use if, if you ask somebody who's a Trump supporter They're probably on the side of everything that Every All the response to COVID is overbloated And um Having negative unintended consequences And things of that nature And then if we Reverse that If we ask like a somebody who voted for Joe Biden They probably take the virus More seriously And if we, we, we can play this little flip flop game We asked uh, Or I asked John Ziegler about Donald Trump And uh, you know things like the Capitol On the 6th The thing that happened at the Capitol um, And John excoriated Donald Trump and Donald Trump supporters who thought that it was, you know, okay to to, you know, talk about that stuff. That the 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 people who were trying to justify what happened at the Capitol riots on the sixth, John excoriated them. John absolutely and he excoriated Donald Trump throughout the Donald Trump's entire presidency. So I think that's part of the reason why he was such a great guest to have on because when people click on and watch they they, they gauge people and what they think they're going to think of a person off of these opinions and, and they do it and, and you think that you have to be solidly in this camp and you'll have all these beliefs and ideologies or whatever and they're all going to line up and John blows that up so that's why John Ziegler, I think, was was a great way to kick off 2021 to, to to go back and look at 2020 and some of the biggest events that happened leading up to now. Couldn't have picked a better guest. Follow that up with Brad Palumbo, who is 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 a rising guy, um, especially in terms of his podcast Breaking Boundaries. Having him on, but he's also uh, an analyst. Of, uh, of economic policy And and looking at things like These coronavirus relief packages and, and are they really helping Even the littlest American Or are they just, you know, fluffed up Full of government waste, fraud, and abuse and all that He was the next perfect guest to have on To try to analyze some of that stuff So I, I've been I've been blessed to have these guys want to come on the show and uh and I can't wait to have even more guests come on the show sorry I was just toying with my lighting because I'm recording in the morning I usually record in the evening and so now the lighting's going to get messed up but it's whatever it's whatever but um having them having those guys on as guests have been really like the podcast numbers are now up 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 and uh That doesn't mean that, like this episode, for example, which is just me, which is just me tearing apart subjects and looking at them from my perspective, doesn't mean that this one's going to be any less. It's probably actually going to get a rub from having previous guests on and people wanting to return and say, you know, all right, what's this guy up to this week? Um, But if you are a fan of of Fritzcast, I've got news for you. I've got even more uh, scheduled coming up i'm trying to do last year i made the commitment of i was going to do one guest per month and i hit that goal and i actually went above that goal towards the end of the year because i was pumping out interview after interview after interview um with some people and one of them i actually have to talk about um in a more I guess negative light or a walking back light or it's it's an issue that I'm that I have to address Um, but I wanted to pull this up so you guys can see it just in case you don't follow me on Twitter or if you want to follow me on Twitter follow me on Twitter Um, but this is the this is the slew that's coming up we're we're right here this 2021 because you can't see my mouth pointer duh Uh, you can see there's the one title card with 2021. That's this episode. That's today. Welcome to today's episode. Next week my friend Tim McMaster uh, who uh, originally we scheduled Tim for uh, talking about his run as a libertarian candidate for Conawego Board of Supervisors. I keep screwing up Conwaygo because up in PA it's Conwaygo and then down in Maryland I believe it's the Conewingo Dam so sorry, Tim, I screwed that up. But Tim's actually running for state senate in PA now, so it's gonna, it's just gonna beef up what we're talking about uh, when Tim comes on, and we're gonna talk a little bit about his backstory too. He was a, he had some time in professional wrestling and stuff. It's gonna be a fun episode. Tim's just a great guy, anyway. He's a, he's a wealth of knowledge of like small town farming and stuff like that. It's gonna be cool. Uh, just confirmed yesterday, Larry Sharp. I'm gonna be interviewing him. For February, the first week of February, so he's probably going to go up uh, that week, and then Shane Hazel, I'm finalizing his date, Um, looks like I'm going to interview him the same week, so he's probably going to, his episode's probably going to pop up the next week after that, and then I have a lot of pendings on my board, Um, Brian Nichols, we're getting ready to bring Brian Nichols back on, my good buddy, my good friend Brian Nichols, who I just, uh, (laughs) funny, one of his latest episodes it was his episode last Friday I believe uh, he had this uh contest for leaving reviews on his podcast and uh if you left a review on his podcast he'd put your name in this little random algorithm you know uh, uh the randomizer thing that would pick a name and win a contest and turns out I won the contest me I won the contest it wasn't rigged don't call dominion it wasn't an inside job i just won that i just won i i won thanks brian i won but brian nichols is going to come back on because his podcast has gone through a a nice little evolution over the past couple months leading into his actual job of sales and trying to apply sales with the liberty movement it's going to be awesome to talk about and then i have other pendings up here too i've reached out to A slew of people, some of which is probably wishful thinking, and I won't hear back from at all, but you know, some of them are. Um, so we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Um, I have another pending uh date for Kurt, who's at Checkmate State on Twitter. You got a lot of people love Kurt, Kurt does great work on Twitter. So there's more guests coming up. Um, And I'm really enjoying having these conversations with people because it's, for me, to to do my bit, to come on here and do my bit and talk and rant a little bit, because that's what I do. I rant. (laughs) That's, my podcast for the last five years has been me ranting about things. That's not to say it's not a, you know, a bad thing, because people have enjoyed the content up till now. I have a fan base up till now. I've been doing this for five years. Um... It's nice for me to to be able to come on, like, right now and do something solo. Um, get my thoughts out. Give you some perspective of, of things that are going on. Do goofy voices, you know, and talk about, uh, you know, oh, hey, you know, Joe Joe Biden. Joe Biden, really. Yeah, Joe Biden's president now, by the way. No longer president-elect Joe Biden. Everybody, did anybody really think... That something was going to happen to prevent that? Really? Now, let's scale it back. Anything can happen, obviously. Obviously, I get it. But it's amazing how my perspective switches depending on what's going on. Depending on what's in the forefront of the news. So Joe Biden's president now. He had a he had an inauguration. Um, I didn't watch all the festivities, but let's let's just pull this up real quick. Let's just we'll, we'll we'll take a look. This is him getting sworn in. Just so everybody realizes that this is a thing. This is real. It happened. Please raise your right hand and repeat after me. I, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., do solemnly swear. I, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., do solemnly swear. So, there you have it. Joe Biden is President of the United States. And what has changed between last week and now? A face changed. Joe Biden did sign a slew, I think historically unprecedented amount of executive orders on day one. Most presidents don't sign any or only sign one. Joe Biden signed 50. Fifteen. <clears throat> Fifteen is this many. You, you ever see that Walmart sign? Fifteen is this many. It's three hands. Uh, that's beside the point. I'm not trying to choose my words carefully here. I'm not. I'm really... I'm, wheels are spinning in my head. First and foremost, people need to realize... Like, I didn't care about... Donald Trump When Donald Trump became president I did the same thing that I do Every time somebody Becomes president Congratulate him, I give them a clean slate to judge him off of And I have hope and optimism That they don't fumble the ball And put America in a Bad situation Libertarians probably might get a little Sanctity of as I talk now, because libertari- <laughs> libertarians, Donald Trump wasn't our ally. There was a lot of hope, I guess, that he would have the right people in, that he wouldn't, maybe he wouldn't get us into another war. A lot of libertarians are. are a lot of libertarians looking back at the Donald Trump presidency like to falsely give this rub that, well, Donald Trump didn't get us into any more wars. Everybody was talking about how he was going to nuke North Korea and nuke Iran and, and 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 do all this stuff and be a madman with the nuclear codes, and look, it didn't happen. Okay. Um, we can't credit him with ending any wars. A lot of people were like, oh, he's doing the troop reduction. A lot of his troop reductions were troop reallocations into different areas. It's like playing chess and checkers to make it look like you're doing something, but not really. Uh, and so in, in in those aspects, he's not an ally. He He did nothing for us. He did nothing for us, for real. And I tried to, you know, give him benefits of the doubt. I tried to... Praise him when a good policy came out Because not every policy that Donald Trump signed Was was the end of the world and, and this is the part that I can't stand In politics I can't stand How conflated Things are For instance Some of the response From Joe Biden's inauguration yesterday Are people And when I say people I don't mean just like run of the mill trolls on Twitter I mean like journalists posting tweets about how we literally toppled a dictator. The last four years was not dictatorial, all right? Donald Trump was not a dictator. And by the way, you don't, there's never in the history of ever has a dictator been toppled by a democratic election, ever. (laughs) That's not, if Donald Trump was a dictator, he was really, really horrible. Horrible at it. And I don't mean that it's horrible as a leader. I mean, like, he was a horrible dictator then. He was really horrible at instilling, like, authoritarianism to the extreme. He was just god-awful. Put him in the books as number one at worst at being a dictator then. Seriously. Okay, and then... Obviously, just these other conflated, you know, oh, the skies are open up now. I walked down the street walking my dog, and I took in a breath of fresh air, and it's just everything's different now. Nothing's different. Nothing, Nothing changed on any front of American politics in the course of this past week. Nothing. Except Biden is in power now. And the Democrats have the power of the Senate, and the House, and the presidency. That's what's changed. That's what's changed. I mean, CNN takes off their coronavirus death counter because you know it's not prudent to harp on that anymore. Okay, Andrew Cuomo in his state of the state address started walking back how uh, lockdowns were going to continue and started saying we have to worry about the New York economy, so we're going to have to open up the state so that we can get things so that we can get the ball rolling. The narrative is slowly changing from pure lockdowns to you know oh now now we can float the ideas uh, and and now we can float these other ideas and 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 start talking about opening the economy and not you know having everything at a standstill and some people are going to argue that you know it's because the data is different because vaccines are out and all that but ultimately I feel like it's because of different guys in the seat. You can call me a conspiracy theorist You can call me a nut You can say I'm just dead wrong Whatever I feel like Because of the leadership That has been instilled now Or been installed now That now The narrative is allowed to be talked about In a different manner um, It's just like Joe Biden said On uh, on day one He was going to enact A federal mask mandate He Sort of did He mandated masks be Worn uh, On federal properties However, it doesn't apparently apply to everybody, um, because already Joe Biden was seen that night at the Lincoln Memorial not wearing a mask at all, and when his press secretary was asked about it, they walked it back. Oh, it was a, it was you know a historic night, and la 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 blah 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 whatever. Also, apparently, the Senate doesn't have to wear masks they're highly encouraged to wear masks. At the Capitol and and in session But they don't have to But they're highly encouraged But they're not going to be fined if they don't So there's Mixed messaging and signals and stuff There What have you but Ultimately What has changed What has changed The leadership changed And now If you ask me the narrative is slowly changing But that's That's going to come with the wind. Whether we like it or not. Um, But... This is where we're at. And now they're still going forward with the Trump impeachment thing. And and, uh, the reason why... This this is what gets me. And I'm going to play a couple of videos. If I can find them. Um, Because, again... I get Biden's call for unity. I get it. I do. Um, but this is this is what we've gone through to just for the last couple of years. Look at this. Look. This was back in 2018. Stacey Abrams loses the Georgia governor's race, doesn't concede, hoping for a runoff, Stacey Abrams did a lot of work and gets a lot of credit for the runoffs that just happened with the senatorial races and all that. She is still widely respected, um, but she got to run off this narrative that that she didn't win an election, right? And, oh yeah, we also went through um, Trump being called an illegitimate president and Russian interference and collusion and all that. And here we stand... Everybody's trying to say, you know, hey, you can't do that now. This is a legitimate election. Respect the process and all that. And and I get it. There's a lot of tensions. There's a lot of pissed off people. There's been a lot of, um, what's the word I use? Conflation. A lot of people were conflating things. And ultimately, why can't we just get on this level? Why can't we just, look, when you successfully become president, but everyone only talks about Bernie's mittens. I got that from my sister Ann by the way. <laughs> she posted that on Facebook. Um return of the memes, but and if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about there, it's uh Bernie Sanders was uh was pictured in a chair and just his outfit, his mittens and all that. So now he's he's a meme and he's he's being photoshopped on everything. Like I did it on the Lincoln Memorial, but I also did these pictures as well. Oh, hey, look. He's at the signing of the Declaration of Independence. Oh, Last Supper. Look at that. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to hell or anything, (laughs) but... We can play the pissing contest. I mean, we really can. We can play the pissing contest back and forth. Uh, And, by the way, it looks as though that that's what we're going to do. Because... um, We're still going to get a lot of political theater and a lot of bullcrap. And you have to look no further than this. Just filed articles of impeachment on President Joe Biden. We'll see how this goes. Well, I can tell you how it goes. Because it goes something like this Well, good for you. So, some people are complaining about the, the Trump impeachment still going forward. The Capitol business was terrible. I'm not going to sit here and, and go back and revisit more of the Capitol. I thought about, you know, maybe I should uh, go through some of these videos and stuff. Uh, because there, there's people are still clashing with the narratives of this thing. Libertarians who are, are saying, oh, it wasn't that bad, uh, just... All I can tell you is go and watch all the videos that are available. Because there was angry mobs of people. A cop was beat to death. Uh, windows were broken and shattered. Um, and people were calling for people to hang. So, I'm done. I'm beyond this whole, this this whole, especially libertarians wanting to be like, oh, it wasn't that bad, you know. And it, at least it was targeted at a government building and all that. Context matters. The Capitol was stormed by a bunch of more or less brainwashed people who 100% believe that the election was stolen from their god-king, Emperor Donald Trump. Like, that's literally what it was. You know, if, if, if you're going to storm the Capitol because they say they're going to tax everybody at 75%, and just take it, and you got to take it, different story. And by the way... The Constitution kind of, you know, puts In there about uh, You know, assembling peacefully Alright, or peaceably assembling For redress of grievances Now, that doesn't excuse um, You know, the summer Of, you know, love of, of protests and riots and burning Targets and car dealerships and other Things down with CNN guys Standing in front of burning buildings talking about Fiery but mostly pre- peaceful protests Okay, I get it, I condemned all of it I think everybody should condemn all sorts of violence. There shouldn't be any of this, uh, there's no other way to spin it. There shouldn't be any of this bullshit in which people try to give a pass to one group and not give a pass to another group. It all floods into a toxic cocktail that leads to things like the Capitol siege by people who fought still believe that an election was completely fraudulent and stolen from Donald Trump. I don't believe that narrative. I just don't. I just don't. And too many people don't know the process and, and don't know how it works out. So, you know, it it is what it is. And it's sad. And beside, beside the point... Everybody that's walking around thinking like, oh, we're hunky-dory now. Everything gets better from here. Now the unity comes. Now the unifying comes and and all that. We're in for, uh, in, in my opinion, some pretty rough days ahead. And that's just how it's going to be. Um... It is going to be rough, and a lot of it's going to have to. A lot of this boils down to people sucking it up, and instead of finger pointing and trying to do he said, she said, and whataboutism, and justification of of those things. Um, instead of in all, instead of all that going on, we really need to. come to terms with the fact that uh, we need to move forward. And without moving forward if we keep we can keep doing the pissing contest. Um, And I think that's bad. But um, that being said it, it needs to there needs to be some drastic changes in our political discourse. Where that's going to come from, I don't know. I hope it's people like me. I hope it's the libertarians, libertarian party, the libertarian movement stepping up and and getting ready to, you know, Biden doesn't get a free pass. Now we're like I'm not going to be a person that sits here and just says, "Okay, well, for the betterment of the nation, I'm gonna suck it up and just let the Democrats do whatever what they want to do for the next four years, so that we can get back to some level of normalcy. You said no, no. When when Biden's pushing for something that I don't agree with, or in a way that I don't agree with, that I think is abusive and destructive and beyond his scope as as a executive branch power or whatever, I'm gonna call him out on it. That's what I'm gonna do. That's what I do. That's what happens. When you're a limited federal government dude, who wants a limited federal government, and the federal government is far from limited right now, that's what that's what happens. I call out the bullshit all the time. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to do. That's what I hope to do. You know, I'm not rejecting this uh, this idea of unity per se, uh, because I don't want us at each other's throats with pitchforks and and All this crap. I don't want that. I don't want it at all. So. Where do we go from here? How do we move forward from here? And how do things get better? That's the million dollar question. That's part of the reason why I have a slew of guests coming on. Um, When we talk with Larry Sharp, Shane Hazel, Tim, McMaster... It's all about how we get a better America, especially for those of us who just don't believe in what the Biden administration is going to put forward and what the Democrats and more progressive Democrats are going to put forward. Yeah. We're still going to be buttonheads. This isn't this isn't a truce by any means uh, uh, on that front. But we're going to be doing it the proper way. Um, Now I'm looking for... I'm looking for the next bit. Because for a while... um, You guys might remember back in December... I had Cliff Maloney on the program. Had to take a moment to get my bearings on, on... Finding some of these uh, tweets and statements that were made uh, Because it happened very, very fast So, back in December, I had Cliff Maloney Who at the time was president of Young Americans for Liberty On to talk about the success of YAL Win at the door campaigns How they had over 100 plus, 179 candidates elected uh, To offices and the accountability that they're holding Um To the candidates that they support. And uh, pretty quickly this YAL2. Hashtag YAL2. uh, Movement. Came to light on social media. In which many many women. Came forward with allegations of sexual harassment. Sexual assault. And in some cases even worse than that. uh, In which when they said that they would, were trying to report this to YAL administration, they were directed to an HR company, quote-unquote, or source, quote-unquote, as YAL outsourced HR duties to somebody. And these women were told, send in these complaints to HR. HR will handle it. Be quiet about it. Don't talk publicly about it. All, all that. The whole nine yards on that. And apparently that had been going on with basically everything just being buried, not being investigated and all that, to the degree that um, when this came out, Cliff Maloney put out a a tweet with a uh, YAL statement, and I'm going to read this excerpt from InsideSources.com, but this was reported on Fox News and a bunch of other news organizations as well. Uh, Cliff Maloney Jr., president of Young Americans for Liberty at that time, uh, denies any claims made against him, saying in a tweet that they are, quote, 100% false and that, quote, serious accusations and misconduct will always be addressed at YAL. Character assassinations against a team of liberty advocates who work around the clock for our cause must stop. Uh, It was basically a scathing rebuke of people trying to make criticisms that YAL was not doing its due diligence on this. And then people who, uh, other people came forward, Maggie Anders, for example, who is, uh, I can't say is a good friend, but uh, an acquaintance that I have been following on Twitter and on social media and have interacted with many, many times, put out her statement, who as a regional director uh said quote today I reached my breaking point when Cliff denied his own allegations I feel for these women and want them to know I stand with them she wrote quote I was sexually assaulted by a co-worker at YAL and he was terminated after HR held an investigation since his termination I have experienced social isolation and targeted harassment from members all the way up to staff this uh runs pretty deep and it wasn't just Cliff Maloney it was also the VP um As well. Um, You can read many, many responses to that. But since then, the YAL Board of Directors has terminated Cliff Maloney and the VP of the organization as well and is now trying to do the right thing after initially um responding in a in a very just non professional non good manner and so i was torn for for a little bit i was sitting there um the episode that i did with cliff is still up uh on on youtube and on the podcast catchers and i was asking friends and colleagues of mine like uh like brian for example And I said, you know, I'm very, I'm very devastated by this news. Um, This is horrible. Uh, I feel horrible having, having talked to Cliff, having not at that time not having known the allegations against him and and all of that. And I I seriously, I, I was sitting here thinking, like, should I pull this episode? Should I just, you know, nuke the whole thing, get it off the internet? And many people came back to me and said Well you had no idea at that time you, you scheduled an interview He was making the rounds all over the news as well For the same things um, The work that was still being done By the people at YAL the, the people who were knocking on doors And doing all the hard work And dedicated to the cause They're still worthy of, of the praise It's just it shouldn't be coming from that From that mouthpiece But, but otherwise you had no idea and so I, I still haven't I haven't taken down the episode yet. I put a, a a tag on there. Um I put a notice on uh the episode itself, especially on YouTube, uh linking to the story about Cliff's termination and all that. Um I'm I'm very again, very very devastated that 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 was happening, that that went on, that women went through that, that the organization was not Professional And not handling those things the right way In the name of Well basically violating everything that they stood for um, Talking about uh, Individual liberty And accountability And really holding your candidates feet to the fire And making sure that they stay pure In their cause But here you were Burying Very serious Allegations Uh, And not following up on them In the name of victory This was kind of like Sacrificing all your principles For the sake of winning And it it seconds me It really does second me But I can say at least YAL Is now doing The things that they should be doing And Trying to address that situation And trying to build a better organization And I hope uh for all the success that they have had in the past in getting candidates elected and putting that forward and knocking on doors and, and connecting with voting constituencies and all that, I hope that they don't lose that. But still horrible that it happened. Still horrible that people had to go through that and they didn't have the support. So With that being said, that's going to do it for the episode this week. It really, that's going to do it for the episode this week because I could, like I said, I could dive into more of this capital stuff. I had a lot of videos and a lot of, you know, images and I just, I don't want to revisit it, um, and I feel like it's because too many people aren't on their bearings in wanting to talk genuinely about it, um. I think John Ziegler and I talked Genuinely about it And I think You don't have to look any further than going to that episode To really get my take on, on The events um, But there's there's people being disingenuous And talking about it on, on both sides of the aisle More so on the MAGA side And unfortunately I have to say You libertarians need to shore up On talking about that As well uh, because it wasn't good It wasn't good it wasn't It wasn't anything that we Should support Honestly, honest to God Uh, But for every time That I argue with somebody There's always somebody on the left Who goes, oh the Capitol, please let him in Capitol, please let him in And, you know I can't can't keep arguing about it If we're going to be disingenuous about it Then I'm not going to talk about it at all Um, Straight up I think that We all need to do a little growing up and I think it's going to be for the better if we all just just grow up a little bit. So hopefully that happens. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at FritzQS for even more of my hot takes and stuff like that, especially because the sun's coming up and the light's getting really screwed up in my office now. Uh, at FritzQS, uh, Facebook.com slash Uh There are a host of other social media websites as well. Minds.com, MeWe, uh a couple other different ones out there that you can look up. If you look up FritzCast, you'll find it on Instagram as well. Uh, the YouTube page, which if you're watching this, you're on it. Hi, welcome to the YouTube page. You don't need help getting here. And uh, next week, Tim McMaster. The following week, Larry Sharp. The week following that, more than likely Shane Hazel, as we... Uh, Finalize that and then uh probably looking at probably looking at you brian ball's probably in your court coming up you know and you never know there might be an appearance by uh uh, bernie sanders who is now the purse string controller of the i'm more important than joe biden people were talking about my mittens more than joe biden's inauguration which, I mean, just should goes to show you that I should have probably been the president. Probably. What, what Whatever. <laughs> whatever, but guys, I, I love you. I really do. I appreciate you tuning in week after week, sharing the show. And um, really just, it, it means a lot to me. It really does. So, keep on doing you and I'll keep on doing me. And I'll see you guys next week.